podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a windy Thursday on which Cody Gakbo is a red. Unveiled last night, Gakbo will wear the number 18 shirt, which is kind of cool considering it's the shirt that Burkout wore and had great success in. And if Cody Gakbo has half as much success as Burkout well, he actually wouldn't be very good. If he has the same amount of success as Dirk Cout, he'd be a very good player for us. Um, I think he will do significantly better than Dirk Cout as a player. Dirk became a cult hero at the club, largely because of his work ethic, his willingness to sacrifice for the good of the team. Um, if we consider we bought him as a number nine and paid at the time, a pretty significant chunk of money for him, then one goal in four in the league is a pretty poor return And the fact that we had to turn him into a right winger. Uh, one goal in four across all competitions, in fact, 71 in 286, is a pretty poor return for a big money number nine who we had to convert to a right winger. But... Dirk's willingness to go and play right wing and run himself into the ground game after game after game is what endeared him to the fans and made him a cult hero. If Gakpo is willing to do the same and he can carry on scoring at a good rate and creating at a good rate, yeah, he'll be be a great success at the club. Uh, We have some nonsense in the Athletic today. Um... Regarding the Gakbo deal, Liverpool again stretched themselves financially to get Gakpo's move over the line. After being promised its business as usual while FSG looked for new investment, Klopp and his staff are said to be grateful to the owners and Ward for acting decisively. They risk missing out on Champions League qualification next season, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Jimbo Pierce said a couple of days ago that there likely wasn't much money to spend, which was nonsense. Uh, a deal for Cody Gap, but we've probably only paid about $12 million up front. So we haven't stretched ourselves at all. It's just absolute drivel trying to cover his tracks for being wrong. Poor Jim. Poor Jim. Once well connected at the club, now doesn't get a sniff. Doesn't get a sniff. Um, The main Liverpool sites, obviously leading with the Cody Gakbo announcement. Have to say, he looks good in the shirt. 
he does look good in the shirt. And the, the, the video was quite clever as well. Good to see him get his first Klopp hug and get to meet up with Virgil and have a good old chat with the big man. So, um, yeah, now we move on. We move on to the next thing, which is Leicester City tomorrow night in the Premier League. Leicester got pumped by Newcastle. Uh, 3-0 probably should have been 5 or 6 had Newcastle not just decided to take it easy. Perhaps not wanting to embarrass Brendan all that much because they are pursuing a couple of Leicester players in Yuri Tielemans and James Madison uh, being kind to Leicester and letting them off. But that game was over after a couple of minutes. The Toon scored from a penalty after three minutes and then Almiron made it two after seven minutes when he ran through a bunch of mannequins dressed as footballers and finished past easily the worst goalkeeper in the league. And Leicester's players just gave up at that point. And it wasn't until Vardy came on they showed any sort of life. You'd really have to question what the the mentality and mindset is with these Leicester players. You look at their season thus far, they play Brentford on the opening day, they go 2-0 up, but then they concede. And from when they conceded the first Brentford goal on 62... It was just all Brentford. And Brentford equalised on 86 and actually should have gone on and won the game. Then they played Arsenal. Arsenal went 2-0 up. Leicester fought back, got one in, threw an own goal, and then immediately gave up another goal to Xhaka. And then they got another one back through Madison and then immediately gave up one to Martinelli. Then they played Southampton. They went one up. They conceded an equaliser on the 68th minute, and from then on, it was all Southampton. Then they played Chelsea. Chelsea had a man sent off on 28 minutes. But once Sterling scored, Leicester fell apart for 20 minutes. They end up 2-0 down. They get one back, but they never looked like they were going to get a result in the game. They lose 1-0 to Manchester United. Sancho scores after 23 minutes, and Leicester never really troubled them. They played Brighton. They went 1-0 up. Then they went 2-1 down. Then they got back into it. But in the second half, as soon as Brighton got their third goal to go 3-2 up, Leicester just gave up. Same thing when they played Spurs. They go 1 up. They go 2-1 down. They get back to 2-2. Spurs score and Leicester fall apart. They beat Forest 4-0. Then they played Bournemouth. They again went one up. But when Philip Billing scored on 67, that was game over for Leicester. They end up losing 2-1. Drew 0-0 with Crystal Palace. They beat Leeds 2-0. They beat Wolves 4-0. Man City beat them 1-0. No shame there. They beat Everton 2-0. They beat West Ham 2-0. When they score, they fall apart. Oh, sorry, when they concede a goal, they fall apart. They have taken zero point. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They have taken one point this season when the opposition has scored a goal. One point. And only because they were 2-0 up and Brentford missed a late sitter. 
one point when the opposition scores this season. So we need to score early. And we need to score often. And we need to hammer them. Because last season, the defeat there cost us the title. In many, well, in every way. Because if we'd won that game, we'd have finished with more points than City. But they were awful last season. City just hammered them. They were missing half their team. And somehow we lost to them. And we were pretty much full strength. We need to go in and batter them. Now it is at Anfield, whereas last year it was at the King Power. But we need to batter them this week. They deserve it. He deserves it. The other thing as well, they're awful at defending set pieces. Probably the worst team in the league. Slightly worse than Leeds. We've got Good set-piece takers, and we've got lads that can attack the ball. We need to be scoring from set-pieces in this game. We just do. I'd like to see a heavy win. And wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be just fun for all the family if we were the team that pumped them and got Brendan the sack? Wouldn't that just be lovely? Wouldn't that make your heart feel warm at Christmas time? be great. We'll go around the main Liverpool sites. Like I said, this is Anfield leads with um, the confirmation of Cody Gakpo. There's an article about his strengths, weaknesses and style of play. There is 10 of our favourite photos from 2022. Cup wins, parade and Anfield South. Let's have a look and see. Uh, Darwin scoring in the Community Shield. The Red Mist. At the FA Cup final. Can we just be clear though? Anfield South has been and always will be the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff or the Principality Stadium as it is now. That's Anfield South. We don't go to Wembley often enough. We haven't made it our home the way we did with the Principality to call it Anfield South. Um, but that picture is class. Magic Mo. Salah celebrating after scoring another goal. Picture of Luis Diaz with the top of the FA Cup on his head, which is nice. Uh, picture of Bobby and Sadio celebrating. A picture of Klopp with his arm around Stefan uh, Basetic. This one's cool. It's Diaz, Mane, Robbo, Ibu just being much bigger than everybody else. And Thiago with Fabinho running up to celebrate with them. Um, Joel Matip's celebration with the League Cup. Fantastic. Uh, Jürgen fist pumping. Always good. And then the parade. The buses coming through the crowd. Smoke confetti and all sorts of stuff up in the air. That's a very cool picture. Nunes versus Amarty could be chaos. The view from injury ravaged Leicester. Key player misses Liverpool trip as Brendan Rodgers urges Leicester belief. Nah. Nah. Sorry about Brendan. It's just gone too far at this point. Um, Jude's Madrid desire 
no Enzo pursuit and Gakpo eligibility. Uh, what to believe over Bellingham? Well, I wouldn't believe anything coming out of Spain. That's what I wouldn't believe. Um, Gakpo can play in the Champions League and he can also play against Brentford, assuming they register him on the first, which is, you know, what they should do. David Lynch, like I said yesterday, decided to uh, piss on everybody's chips and tell us we're not going to buy Enzo Fernandez this window, but we may well buy him in the summer. I don't think he's going to move this summer. I think all of the all the stuff going around is actually nonsense, and you can kind of tell it's nonsense because of the people that are saying that it's you know happening. The journalists are spoofers. The ones reporting. I use the word reporting very, very loosely here. Uh, signings, injury, and pep. So Madison's out of the the game Friday, which is nice. Uh, who cares what Pep Guardiola has to say? Uh, Joe Gomez has called on fans attending this week's game to donate what they can to the North Liverpool Food Bank, which is always good. Um... Cody Gakpo has unlocked new midfield option, but Jurgen Klopp need remains. We need to sign a midfielder. Cody Gakpo isn't a midfielder. Um, Liverpool and FSG have just completed 244 million transfer plan that Sadio Mane began for Jurgen Klopp. Club basically forced into Liverpool transfer as Jurgen Klopp interested in another 44 million pound move. That's the media digest. Let's have a look. Uh, Gakpo arrives. Chuck Wazy linked again. Wouldn't really. Well, he's a decent player. <clears throat> um, but we won't be signing Chuck Wazy. Certainly not in this window anyway. Um, yeah, PSV were basically forced into the sale because of some financial hardships the club are going through. Um, we'll get my filing out now in a second. Uh, Julian Ward has pulled off another Liverpool masterstroke. How Liverpool could line up with Cody Gakpo and exciting Jurgen Klopp midfield transfer. Let's have a look and see what this is. Um, Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson. And they've got the midfield all messed up. But they've got Thiago starting. Fabinho or Amrabat. I mean, they're not really the same thing. Fabinho's a significantly better player. And then Henderson, Bellingham or Fernandez. Um right. Salah left Salah right wing. Nunes or Jota through the middle. It'll be Nunes. And then Gakpo or Diaz on the left. We don't really play a 4-3-3 anymore. We haven't in a long time. If you look at the average positions that the players play on the pitch it is a 4-4-2 it's been a 4-4-2 and uh, therefore this makes very little sense so yeah you have that Um, that's basically it from Liverpool.com which really has taken a dip in the last, it was never great it always disappointed but it's been it's been very poor for the last while. Uh, Anfieldindex.com, there is a preview 
article up uh, ahead of the Leicester game, written by Stephen Smith, so do check that one out. There's a new scouted out for Leicester. There's a rivalry con for Leicester. There's another scouted for teams that need to make a move in January. There is a news round where Gags spoke to Rick Elfrink. There's also an old school with myself and Gags. There's a transfer pod with Trev and Dave Davis. Trev has done another pod where he's spoken to a Dutch football expert, another Dutch football expert, um, about Gagpo. So that one, I think, should be out today. And there's more to come. So, yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears... Keep your ear to the ground and and you'll hear the the thundering hooves of wildebeest or something like that. I don't know how that's meant to go. But that'll do me for today, folks. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds. And it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.